Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Electric bikes, all electric trikes, come in many styles and sizes. Everybody e-bikes aim to be inclusive and make it easier for everybody to be assisted and stock a wide range of options for people with balance issues or living with disabilities. Welcome to the podcast, Richard. Thanks very much, Shane, and thanks for inviting me to um to talk to you today. Thanks very much for being on. You have two parts to your business. Can you please explain more? Yes, we do. We call ourselves an uh, an inclusive cycling business. So we like to you know offer cycling opportunities to to everybody. So we have uh, one part of our business is I guess for able-bodied people who will bikes, cargo bikes active transport or sustainable transport options. And the other part of our business is customised uh, electric bikes for people with disabilities. What are some of the bikes you manufacture? So with, I guess, we won't sort of talk about the uh, the retail or the, the, the commuter side of our business, the cargo bikes, because they're pretty much all just standard bikes that we, we source from, um, you know, local uh, wholesalers or, um, so we'll talk specifically, I guess, about our customised bikes. So with the customised uh, bikes that we do, and when I say bikes, I use the term uh, sort of, you know, to mean trikes as well. And, you know, normally we do trikes, three-wheel bikes. Um, so with our customised bikes, we bring uh, a selection of those in ourselves. Uh, so we bring the base bike in sort of thing, and then we customise the bikes, build the bikes up here locally, customise them. Uh, so yeah, we have a, a number of different types of trikes that we have. We have um, trikes for kids that have like um, a rear steer behind, so someone can walk behind the trike and help steer the child when they're riding the trike. You know, and all sorts of different um, supports, foster supports, and all sorts of things. For people. What is most popular? Well, we probably have two bikes that we would think would be our most popular bikes for people with disabilities. Uh, one of them is very popular with families. It's a um, it's called the Easy Step 2 Plus 2. It's a small electric folding bike uh, that has stabiliser wheels on it. And the reason it's popular with families is because using a trike, when, when a child has a trike, they're actually quite large things and difficult to transport. And so if you have a family and maybe one child needs stabilised bike and the rest of the family you know, have uh, the standard bikes, it, it's hard to go anywhere with the trike because it might have to go on the rack and then at the back and then where do you put the rest of the bikes. So with our Easy Step 2 Plus 2, you can very, we've designed these um, custom plates that allow you to take the stabiliser wheels off very easily and then you can fold the bike up and it can go in the back of a, you know, a sedan sort of thing, a small, you know, a very small car. So it makes it very easy to transport. It has very good growth. And the NDIS likes to, to know that a bike's going to be able to be used for a number of years. So this bike can grow with the child. And, and also, uh, you know, some children, as they develop, they may well be able to ride a two-wheel bike. So being able to remove the stabiliser wheels gives you the option to use the bike either as a stabilised bike or as a two-wheel bike. So for kids, that's our families. That's a very popular bike. Uh, and then for the, I guess, for the rest of, uh, you know, other very popular bike is what we call our Trident, which is a semi-recumbent bike where you're sitting in a, a seat that's more like a, a 
it's got a metal frame with a mesh sort of um, sling almost like a cover. And so it's a very comfortable bike. You're not sitting on like a, uh, a bike with a standard saddle and your feet are more out in front of you. So you're you know, nice and stable. The seat height is about similar to a wheelchair. So you can very easily transfer onto the bike. You have your feet in front of you, nice and comfortable, stable, and then you can just ride the bike. And that's, that, that bike can handle all sorts of um, different, uh, you know, uh, people with all sorts of different uh, ability and function um, because it's nice and stable. Why do you think the electric bikes for people with a disability have become so popular? Yeah, it's interesting. When we so Andrew and I bought this business uh, probably just about on three years ago, coming up to three years ago now, and it and the business was primarily um, it was an electric bike business. One guy um, who imported little folding bikes uh, that were electric, and he, he did a little bit of work with um, people with disability through CPL, uh, mainly just um, trikes uh, and things, and, and very sort of not not a lot of customization. Uh, when we bought the business, I guess I sort of come from an engineering background and I sort of thought, well, we've got all these quite heavy uh, bikes for people with disabilities, quite specialised sort of things, you know, that are mechanical. Why wouldn't we put an electric kit on them and make them easy and fun to ride and not sort of hard work? And, um, you know, a lot of people with, obviously people with disabilities, quite often they have muscle or with their joint, joints or being able to operate, you know, maybe they can only have one leg only functioning properly. And with an electric bike, all you've got to do is get the pedals moving around. And once you get those pedals moving, then the power on the bike kicks in and the bike actually pulls you along. So you don't have to use a lot of strength. Um, you know, you don't need a lot of leg strength to, to keep the bike moving. You just need to be able to rotate the pedals. Um, and then, you know, it, it opens up all sorts of opportunities in terms of just being able to get out. You can go up hills, you can go for longer distances, um, you know, and, and so I think the electric assistance just takes away the, the barrier of having a heavy bike. You know, you can go on, you know, kids can go onto the grass, they can ride, ride around on the grass just like they're riding on a footpath um, with a bit more bit more power so you don't have to worry about, you know, if kids maybe aren't so good at steering and things like that. You can put them onto a, into a park and they can just ride around and so it just opens up all sorts of opportunities for people to be able to ride who, you know, just previously would not have been able to ride a mechanical bike. So with your bike, so I'm on an NDS plan. So what happens if people want to buy a bike off your NDS, off your NDS plans and stuff like that? So normally the way that it works with us is we don't do the, um, like, you know, the people who, uh, I know that the rules have changed recently for mid-cost AT. Um, so now you don't need as bigger, uh, you don't need the full AT report to justify um, a piece of AT equipment up to $15,000. So there's, there's something called a letter of um, a letter of uh, a letter of support that you get from your allied health person. And so what we do is we normally work with the participant and the, the allied health person, whether it be the OT or the physio or exercise physiologist or whatever. Um, we will do a trial with them. Uh, then we provide a quote and a little report uh, to, to the participant and to the OT or the physio. And then, then they basically submit that using 
um, you know, through their NDIs, whether they're plan-managed or self-managed or NDI-managed, you know, So we don't sort of get involved in the actual approval process so much. We just provide the trial. We do a trial. We work out what we think is the best bike, what sort of customizations needed, all that sort of stuff. And then um, we provide the quote and um, allow the participant then to go through with the support group and whoever to go through their, um, you know, the process of trying to get the funding. And August, to add on to that, what's the turnaround time if you're in Queensland and um, interstate? If you were to, to, to actually have a bike supplied to yes. you? Yes. Yeah, so we, I guess one of the benefits that we do have is that because we um, import our own product, uh, we have good stock of our bikes. So we, uh, you know, we, we tend to have all of the bikes that we need pretty much in stock. Our issue is that we we don't have enough resource as labour, you know, workshop people to actually build the bikes quick enough. And because we do quite a bit of customization on some of our bikes, that slows us down. It's not not like a standard two-wheel bike that might, you know, take an hour or two hours to build up and, and get ready. You know, our bikes can sometimes take one to two days to build. So at the moment, our and, and because of other reasons, which we could go into, but our, our shop and our workshop was in the Brisbane flood at the end of February. So... We were out of action for about six to eight weeks. And, of course, the NDIS approvals just keep coming in. So we have a huge backlog of work. So we're probably sitting at about eight to ten weeks now for our complex build. If, if we have a bike, you know, some of our bikes that we do are fairly standard in, in, in as much as they're standard for us to build now, even though they, they might be um, you know, still not a standard two-wheel bike. But um, we can get those through quicker. But some of our more complicated bikes are taking up to about eight, eight to ten weeks. Do you do any shows like like bike shows and that? Yeah, we don't. We don't tend to go to the I guess standard bike shows. We do go to the disability expos. So we've been to a number of disability expos. There's like Source Kids is one of the big ones for kids. There's APSA, which is a big assistive technology show. We'll be in APSA uh, in Melbourne next year. We'll be in one of the uh, disabilities, another disability expo that will be in Melbourne. We'll be at Source Kids in Sydney next year. Um, we're now going down to Sydney. We were in Sydney last week doing trials down in Newcastle, Sydney, Wollongong. Uh, we're going down to Sydney in probably another six weeks, I think, to do more trials down there. So, um, you know, we know that the NDIS and participants, obviously, they want to get on the bike. They want to see what the bikes feel like. You know, because we customise so much, we need to, to see the, the participant on the ride in the bike and work out what's needed. So we are trying to get down to, um, you know, down to New South Wales and eventually, hopefully, um, next year we, we plan to, to start spending more time in Melbourne and getting down to Melbourne. Do you get feedback from participants with a disability with designing the bike? Yes, we do. Um, it, it's interesting. Sometimes, I think in, in a lot of cases, uh, people don't even know, and this applies to both the allied health um, community and also, uh, you know, people with disability, they don't actually even realise that there are these sorts of bikes available. So in, in lots of cases, you know, we'll go and do a, um, a trial with someone and, you know, they had no idea, you know, they didn't think that it would be possible that they were going to be able to ride a bike again. So in that case, you know, we're sort of, I guess, um, you know, demonstrating that you, there is, a, you know, you can ride a bike, you know, you might think you can't, but, you know, there are things that we can do and ways that we can change the bike that mean that you can um, you, you can get on a bike. And what we've found is because now 
I mean, bikes is all we do. We, you know, there are other um, suppliers out there of assistive technology that supply a whole range of assistive technology, of which bikes are a very small part. Where where we just do bikes, that's all we do. We have a workshop, a big workshop now, where we have mechanics, we fabricate stuff, we, we design and get stuff made locally. So you know, we are always sort of um, innovating and making changes based on you know. When we do a trial and someone will say, oh, look, you know, um, can't quite, you know, my leg, this leg's not quite going round enough. And so, you know, we, we then talk about, oh, what can we do to, to make that happen? Or they might say, oh, I need some additional support here or all that sort of stuff. So I guess every trial almost that we do, we, we learn from the participants. And for instance, just recently when we did our trip down to Sydney and Newcastle, we happened to um, have a few trials. Um, organised with some people with short stature and we've done hardly any work with people with short stature that just, I don't know, doesn't really come our way but it was really interesting learning for us because these were teenagers, they didn't want to ride a stabilised trike you know, they wanted to ride a two-wheel bike because obviously two-wheel bikes look cooler and you know, don't stand out as much as a trike does and so for us we have to now think about well okay, um how do we come up with a bike for someone with short stature? It's a two-wheel bike because that's a completely different sort of um, design exercise to a stabilised bike. Um, and so we're actually talking to uh, one of our uh, manufacturers now about designing a bike that would be specifically for people with short stature. Because it's, you know, we don't often deal with... When we're dealing with people with disabilities, we normally are dealing with people who need a, a, a bike that's got... You know, that's, that's, um, got stabiliser wheels or it's a trike because they don't have the balance. But, you know, with people with short stature, they, they've got balance. They just can't physically get on the bike, a standard bike, because they're, they're not the right shape for them or size for them. How can we find out more information or follow you? So you can go to our website, Everybody eBikes is our, um, our website, and that should bring us up. Some people, just to, I guess, let people know in case they wonder what going on if they find us. We, when we bought the business, it was called Blind Freddy Electric Bikes. It's a long story. Uh, the guy that used to own the business uh, before he owned the, did the electric bikes, he used to have an, a Venetian blind cleaning business. So he had this name already, Blind Freddy something or other, and then he used that for his electric bike business. We bought the business. We bought the name. We started using that, but we doing a, as we did more and more work with people with disabilities, we thought, mm, this is not really best name. So we now have our, our new name that we're sort of moving over to called Everybody E-Bikes. But you will still see Blind Freddy Electric Bikes popping up and things like that. So if people wonder why there's two names, that's the reason. Um, but also we're on, we're on Facebook and Instagram and wherever else as, as Everybody E-Bikes. So yeah, if you, the best thing is to have a look on our website, give us a call. You know, we, we've got, uh, you know, people in our salespeople who can um, you know, talk through the process and, and sort of give some idea of the sort of thing to do. Thanks very much for joining me on my podcast, Richard. All right. Well, thanks very much, uh, Shane, for, uh, yeah, for listening. I look forward to seeing you on the road. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully when we're down in, uh, in, in Melbourne, we can catch up. Yes. Thank you. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm-hmm.